0: Love Talk Radio. All right, this is a special taping with Adam Jividin for the Super Bowl special, uh, Super Bowl 56 special coming up on Sunday, February 13th. uh, Between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., this is the taped segment. Okay, can you hear me now, Adam?
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't know who this is.
0: That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I said I was going to call you through the uh, studio line. Not sure what was going on there, but that's okay. I just called it through my studio line. So this is going to be real easy. We'll we'll try to keep this quickly to a quick 10 or 15 minutes uh, because we'll run, we're running <laughs> our tape se- segments on the back end. So we got some extra time in case we, we run over. So I'm just going to count it down yeah. to one, and then I'll just introduce you like normal. All right? That sounds good. Three, two, one. And welcome back to the balance. My name is Saul Marcos, El Presidente. As you might notice, this is a different day of the week. We typically do this show on Saturday, but Sunday is our Super Bowl special, and this is our annual Super Bowl special. Thanks to everybody that's been on so far. I was able to catch up with our next guest here earlier on in the week, Adam Jimedin, Super Browns fan. Uh, But always love to have him on and and talking to Super Bowl. We got one for the ages, Super Bowl 56, Adam. We've got the Los Angeles Rams, ironically, playing at home. And we've got the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, they've not done this before. Uh, We've got Joe Burrow, and what a a great performance that he's been doing. We'll start with just kind of the overall high-level storylines, and we'll break down. The two teams, the obviously the AFC Championship and the Cincinnati Bengals and the NFC Championships and the L.A. Rams. Everybody kind of thought that the L.A. Rams would be right where they're at this year. They kind of bought it. They bought the payroll in, and, and they were hoping that, I mean, all hell would break loose if they did not uh, make it to the, the Super Bowl. So real quickly, Adam, Jim, and give us your, your thoughts, the, the pros, the cons of both games. And certainly, the, the journey for them to get there. Both of them had historic seasons, and let's face it, one of the most epic playoff uh, seasons for a Super Bowl that we've seen in at least in a long, long time. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I, I think this was this was probably the best playoff run I've ever seen. With almost, it felt like every game, the entire playoffs, going down to like the last two minutes. I mean, it was just—it was unbelievable. I, I've never seen anything like it, um, I don't know that we'll ever see anything like it again. It just kind of shows you the level of parity that the league was experiencing this year, um, and it was just super fun to watch. I, I think this—this this is going to be a really interesting Super Bowl because if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I have no idea how the Bengals got here. Mm-hmm. I, I watched the Bengals a lot this year, and I'm like, it's a good team. It's a—it's a team that's that's rising. Like they're a couple years out, and I feel like they kind of got to the Super Bowl by everybody around them collectively falling on their face, and Cincinnati just didn't. Um, which is it speaks to it speaks to the, the, the strength of, the, of their team and their strength of their leadership. But it was like at the beginning of this season, there was talks of is Zach Taylor going to get fired, and not only does he not get fired. They're in the Super Bowl, Like It's just, it's, it's interesting Uh, as a Browns fan. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't early in the season. It was about two thirds of the way through the season. Browns and Bengals matched up in Cincinnati with the Bengals fully healthy. And the Browns kicked the crap out of them. And I remember watching that game going like, Cincinnati needs a few pieces. Now, again, anytime you have a, a, a franchise quarterback and some franchise receivers, you can score points, and, you can, and they've, they've scored enough points. And, and I don't know what happens to Patrick Mahomes when he plays them like in the second half of the game because he did it in like week 16 too. Uh, they, just, they, they just kind of fell apart. Now, in terms of matchups goes, this game is going to be decided on the strength of kind of three matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion. Number one is going to be the Rams' D-line against the Bengals' O-line. The Bengals' O-line is one of the worst in football. Um, and, and I say that knowing that, that Burrow got sacked, I believe, what, seven times, nine times in the AFC Championship game? And the Chiefs' D-line is remotely on the Rams' level. Um, so that's, that's going to be the big key. Is does, does Aaron Donald um, – wreak havoc like we expect him to. Can Von Miller in one of his last seasons make enough plays to get things done? I think the I next matchup that I think – go ahead, Tom? No, go right ahead. Finish up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, I think the next matchup that we need to look at is going to be Jalen Ramsey and the Rams' pass defense against Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and those Cincinnati wide receivers. Um, if mm-hmm. I'm the Rams – I put Jalen Ramsey on T. Higgins and I put bracket coverage on Jamar Chase. It's kind of like what Bill Belichick does. He doesn't put a matchup on a player. He tries to take away your number two and then double teams your number one. And in doing that, it just kind of eliminates your option. That's what I'd be looking at. And then the third, the other, I think, major key to this game is going to be who from the Rams steps up um, in the passing game besides Cooper Cup. We know Cooper Cup is going to...
0: I mean, dude is ridiculous.
1: He's just a machine.
0: But you he know, the guy's going to try to take him away. Well, well, absolutely. And, and I forgot to tell you about the rules. There's no talking about Tom Brady in the Super Bowl special or Bill Belichick. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I am just kidding. You know, we haven't really had you on since uh, the retirement of Tom Brady. Real quickly, <clears throat> we don't certainly don't want to cloud our Super Bowl special here with uh, Tom Brady talk. But you know. Certainly, we've got to give him credit where credit's due. one of the best in the, in the game of all time, certainly in your generation, and probably most certainly my generation, uh, to ever play the game. Uh, but Tom Brady retired. Any thoughts on that before we get back on point here?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think this is hard. I, a lot of people say Tom Brady's the GOAT. I heavily disagree. I'll give him a lot of reasons why. Um, Tom Brady is a great winner, was on unbelievable teams. I don't want to compare Tom Brady to, like, Robert Bory, but I think Tom Brady is more like Bill Russell. Bill Russell has the most NBA championships, but nobody, like, now that we're out of his career, nobody calls Bill Russell the GOAT because he won the most titles. The GOAT is down to, most people's opinion, one of two players, Michael Jordan or LeBron, right? Bill mm-hmm. Russell's not even in the conversation. I think, from my perspective, if we're looking at who's the greatest of all time, I'm still looking at two players because they changed fundamentally the way that we see the quarterback position, Joe Montana and Peyton Manning. I'm not saying that Tom Brady isn't a Hall of Famer. I'm not saying he's not one of the best of all time. He is. But everybody seems to forget that those first two Super Bowls he won, he was terrible. They won because of the Patriots' defense. (laughs) Um, He wasn't good in the last Super Bowl. or the last Super Bowl he won in New England against the Rams. That was one of the most pathetic offensive showings I've ever seen in a Super Bowl by both teams. It was atrocious. And then last year he was all right, but that Tampa Bay defense was just stifling. That's what won them the game. He did have two Super Bowls where you could go like, okay, this happened and Brady rose up to the occasion. I mean, you're going to have that with seven Super Bowls, but I think like, I don't, I'm never going to consider Tom Brady the GOAT. I'm never even going to put him in my top five.
0: Well, maybe top five. But I'm not, I'm not putting him in my number one or number two that's slot. That's right. We're talking about that. That's my opinion Super, on Brady. Our Super Browns fan, obviously you know him throughout the NFL season who helps us break down our college football and uh, NFL with, with the Browns and the Ohio State Buckeyes. You know, as we talked about just a few moments ago, on paper the Stars play for the Rams. I mean, they, they brought out the Brinks truck, and they brought everybody they can. They basically well, – I, I, they played by the rules, so we, we'll give them that. But they bought the playoffs. They, they bought the players to be on the team for this year, for this Super Bowl, for it to happen at L.A. Um, you know, so the it, it always – we think on paper the, the stars are out to play big games, and, you know, this is going to be a disappointing uh, thing for the Bengals, but I'm reminded, you know, you know, it's been a few years ago. Uh, Sean Payton actually said, you know, the, that there's something to be said about a team that gets on the roll at the right time as a formula to win a Super Bowl. That's exactly what the Bengals have done, and we talk about what they've been able to do in the postseason, and, 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 and you know, the whole media and just the the narrative that was being played out during that game. Okay. We're going into overtime guys. It's over with, go ahead and pack it up. Uh, Patrick Mahomes basically on the sidelines. That's it. That's all we needed because everybody expects Patrick Mahomes to do, uh, what he was able to do before in other games in the overtime situation, wasn't able to do that with, uh, with the Bengals. So I'm excited for the Bengals. Uh, we're going to save our, our Bowl picks till the end of the show. I know you won't be with us in on the show. I appreciate you catching up with us earlier on in the week. So before we let you go, we will get your uh, pick, and uh, we'll make sure that we've we've got that, and we'll just have to everybody else will just have to make their, their picks as, as we go along. Let's talk about the matchups here while we got some time. Uh, Adam, we are, you already mentioned this, but this is certainly well worth it mentioned. One of the, probably the, the matchups of all matchups is, uh, you know, Jalen Renzia and Jamar Chase. I mean, this is the battle we'll watch on Sunday. It's the best quarterback of football against the best rookie receiver in the biggest game of the year. And, uh, so, what are your thoughts, a matchup between Jalen uh, Ramsey and uh, Jamar Chase?
1: Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, if I'm the Rams defense, I'm going to actually take Jalen Ramsey and put him on T. Higgins and then use one of my safeties and their number two corner to bracket double coverage Jamar Chase. Now, will that happen? I don't know do I think because like there's some ego on ego and Jalen Ramsey has already said he wants to cover Jamar Chase one-on-one that that's going to end up happening? Yes. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really excited as someone who used to coach uh, secondary players and wide receivers, I'm thrilled to be able to watch the matchup of, of who uses leverage, who pushes, you know, is Chase trying to get to the outside? Is Chase trying to take the inside? Is Is Ramsey, who is a physical specimen, is he going to um, try to dictate a certain area or a certain leverage? Is he going to, is Burrow going to throw it up? Do we get a couple jump balls where we see who tra- who's cracking the ball better? It's going to be awesome. And I think this is going to be one where I, I hope that in the future, um, when this game is done, I will personally try to find an all 22 film and just literally watch that matchup every single play um, to be able to see how they're working each other, how they're trying to, you know, utilize um, different areas of the field to their advantage. You know, Burrow and and Chase, because of their time at LSU, have an unbelievable chemistry together. Are they able to use that to burn Ramsey? It's just – it's very exciting. as someone, myself, who loves
0: really great –
1: outside play from corners and from wide receivers to just watch that is, is, is awesome. And I'm really looking forward to it because we don't get a lot of chances like this. I mean, Jamar Chase, in my opinion, is the best rookie receiver to come into the league since Randy Moss. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at, like you said, the best, the best rookie, the best rookie receiver to come in in a long time. And the dude that is, I mean, he is well on his way to a maybe not first ballot, maybe first ballot, Hall of Fame career at corner in Jalen Ramsey. It's just you can't ask for this stuff um, as a football fan. It is – this is what we kind of
0: like salivate for. So real quickly, one more matchup. I still got some time here for you. Again, Beast versus (laughs) – this might be more of our David and Goliath story of of the day, Cooper Cup uh, versus Mike Hilton. You know, no disrespect to Hilton, but any matchup that features Coop is one of the best that will favor uh, the, the Rams receiver, and he's been the best wideout in football and borderline uncoverable all season. Is it's hard for me to believe that Hilton can hang with him for the entire game. The Bengals will need to, to double-team Coop, which is going to leave uh, some open holes in, uh, in other spots and bracket him with a safety over the top or linebacker or underneath because he's in Matthew Stafford's go-to guy. And in the last three of seven games, Coop was held under 100 yards. Uh, the Rams lost. Uh, so it's a stat to remember, but you got to think that the Bengals, and they're and they're they they're planning every scheme around uh, Coop. And then okay, we're going to have to double double team this guy. Uh, y- you know, Hilton's is not going to be able to hang with him the whole game. One would think, and we might be surprised about that if that happens. But uh, real quickly, one last matchup: uh, Beast versus, or maybe the David and Goliath scenario here: Cooper uh, Coop uh, uh, versus Mike Hilton.
1: Yeah, you know, this one's interesting because Jesse Bates is the the Cincinnati safety that they used to to bracket Tyreek Hill last week. And Bates did a really good job. There's a major difference, though, between Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup. Tyreek Hill is known as one of the fastest receivers in the league, if not the fastest receiver in the league. He usually beats based off of speed. Cooper Cup, not saying he's slow, he also is – a fast because he is a wide receiver in the NFL. Wait, just a second. But he wins because his football IQ is off the charts. He knows based off of the coverage, okay. based off of the coverage, where he needs to go, where he needs to sit, and how to run that route. Cooper Cup is, is a technician. If you are sitting at home and you're watching the Super Bowl and your son plays wide receiver, Have him watch Cooper Cup. I remember when I was a kid and there was a player that played for the Minnesota Vikings that went to the Ohio State named Chris Carter, and my dad goes, watch Chris Carter run routes. Watch Jerry Rice run routes. They get open not because they are more physically talented than everybody else, but because they they, they run routes that are absolute perfection and know how to read a defense in the middle of a route. That is Cooper Cup. That is what makes him special. So do I think that Cincinnati is going to bracket him and try to take him away? Yes. But Cooper Cup is just, he's been in a zone the last couple of years where he just knows what to do and what the defense is trying to do and is already just on the fly in his young career knowing how to counteract what the defense is trying to do to stop him so that he's essentially, you know going to get opening and going to get where he it's unbelievable it's i think the best receiver if for all of our indianapolis faithful that compares to cooper cup is we all remember marvin harrison marvin wasn't the biggest dude he wasn't the fastest dude he had unbelievable hands but he could always get open because he knew and he was his precise routes and precision with his quarterback got him open even when
0: he wasn't open Adam Jimedin, we appreciate you joining us earlier on in the week and uh, catching up with us to uh, record a segment for our Super Bowl special. Uh, We're going to get everybody else's picks at the end of the show, but let's go ahead and get yours, your official pick for Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. It's over there on the
1: couch. Um, This one is tough. I've been battling back and forth on this. For a while. I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a really exciting game. We're not looking at, like, pass Rams uh, a few years ago. That game was miserable. Um, I think we're legitimately looking at something. Um, I think we're legitimately looking at something like, um, I'm thinking, like, 38 to 42, 44. I'll go 38, 44. Rams win the Super Bowl. Sean McVay gets his title in his second trip.
0: Sorry, buddy. We appreciate you coming on. We'll talk with you soon. You have yourself a good Super Bowl. Thanks. You too, Tom. Bye-bye. Adam Jovenen, Super Browns fan, joins us uh, earlier on this week and taped uh, our segment for our Super Bowl special. My name is Tom Marquis. More to come on Super Bowl special right here. On the Balance Radio Network. Grab a sweet heart and spin out with you Do hold down and get into it. Take it to the left now and dip with it. Don't throw down, take a sip with it. Now lean back, put your hips in it. Let's have
1: fun. To the left, to the left now. To the right, to the
0: right. Now take